it's a comedian. Yeah. He is. <laughs> no, not joking. Hello and welcome back to that Josh James show with me, stand-up comedian Josh James. As ever, I'm joined by my right-hand man, Romford's number one bummer eater, <laughs> Chrissy White. Chrissy White, aka White Boy. What a glance. How are we doing, Mr. James? I'm good, mate. I've had a lot of, quite a few comments back saying, listen, I like eating the booty as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about the bummers, bro. It's all about the bummers. That's it. I figured out what it tastes like. What does it taste like? Batteries. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, batteries taste terrible. If you lick a battery, that's what it tastes like. Yeah. yeah. Do you reckon there's any sort of um like like stuff that you can get to maybe flavour the bumhole so that it's a bit better for the bumhole? Put eater? like a maybe a chewing gum at the time, or just or just some sort of like balm or paste that you can just rub around the bumhole. Maybe a little cherry chapstick. A, make it a little bit of an experience, a nicer experience for you, just getting down there and getting your hands dirty. I don't need the experience improved at all, mate. It's fine as it is. So for you me. like the battery taste <laughs> of the bumhole? It's just a fun thing to do. Trust me, mate. You're going to be all over it soon. Yeah, it's 2023, mate. You need to up your game. Listen, I'm. I'd be lying if I if I said I weren't thinking of just giving it a go. You got to, mate. Yeah, try new things. Put yeah. it out there. I'd want both. You know, I'd want her to have a shower first, though. Yeah. I was just thinking, I think back to the last episode, I was saying I'll get her to brush her teeth. Yeah, that's weird. How <laughs> highly do I think of myself <laughs> that I'm like, no, 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 you're going to lick my bumhole. I'm not going to wash my ass, so you're, you're going to brush, brush your, your teeth. teeth. Yeah, it's very, very, reeks of privilege. I think it reeks of privilege. <laughs> <laughs> it reeks of privilege, man. Yeah. Yeah. It, like, it, no, it reeks of entitlement. And I've got to call that's myself it. out for that. Yeah. I gotta call myself. You're better than that. that. I'm, I'm, I'm better than. I'm just. I'm. Yeah. I, I, I just like to place on record. I'm, I'm sorry for not recognizing my privilege. Yeah. There. But anyway, let's move on from the bumhole talk. Let's move on from the bumhole talk because I had to tell my mum last week to not listen to the podcast because yeah. of all the bumhole talk. And look, she's a regular listener. This podcast for everyone. Of course it is. You know what I mean. I mean, but she might come back to you and say, "Listen, it's all right, Chris." Me and your dad do that sort but of thing. This is as not well. what I want to be hearing. I told you about this vivid imagination I've got. Now I'm never going to be able to fucking not yeah, see that. You do, because whenever I bring anything up like that, like when yeah. last week I said about how much to play the old school bastards, yeah, yeah, yeah. you just couldn't. I, mate, I can just really picture things in my head and I, I, it takes me to a dark place. Yeah. And I don't like it. You could just imagine Lincoln, his bum, I'm looking up, he's got that fucking BH gold hanging out the side of his mouth, going, <laughs> iron safe. <laughs> jokes loves that man so uh, last night I was in I had a bit of a different one for me I mean it's again sounds a bit privileged you know sounds yeah, a bit yeah. privileged but lately I've been lucky enough where I've been doing these big theatres on the Bubberhood tour Bubberhood where were you Bishy. but last night I was in a pub mm-hmm. in deepest darkest Essex I was in Southwood and Ferris yeah and uh, I turned up and I'm like fuck man I ain't done a gig like this in quite a few years because and you forget that but luckily i'm like i suppose in a position now where I, that, that's just not really the sort of gigs i do yeah big um, time now yeah well not not really but I'm, I'm, doing some, time. I'm doing some good gigs you know and um you know still fucking nobody really but um yeah i'm certainly doing some lovely gigs but i turn up to this pub southwood and ferris is 
In the middle of nowhere. No man's land. It's real no man's land. One it? road in, one road out. It's ag. It's, it's, it is in the... I can't even... I wouldn't even say what it's near. It's not really near anything, is No, it's it? not, mate. It's, um, it is arse end of nowhere. But um, went in and a real rowdy pub. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, fucking hell. Um, what sort of gig? Uh, so it was a gig. It was billed as the best of Essex. Okay. And I was closing it. Oh, brilliant. As fucking all comedy. It's a comedy show. Yeah, all com- comedy, all comedians from Essex. And as obviously, you know, the fucking mayor of Essex. Oh, uh, uh, okay. I'm closing out the show. Uh, but it was great. There was quite a few people there that had, had seen it advertised there to see me. So it was lovely. And it was real good fun. It sort of just took me like back to like, ah, oh, this is... It was it was fun, man. Back it in was the really, trenches. Really fun. Back in the trenches, but not really. It wasn't like an open mic night. It's a you know proper. They paid money. And, yeah, yeah. Um, and How'd all the do? all the acts on the lineup were were, were terrific in their season. You know. Yeah, yeah, good. Pros. Yeah, yeah, done great. And nice. uh, but there was one girl started recording as I come on. Well, I done this bit. I basically made a joke that, mate, it was all white people in there. Yeah. Like, not even one... No, there wouldn't be. Not out that way. Not even someone who's fucking Hispanic or... You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Literally all white, right? And um, I made a joke about it. And then I made a joke. Oh, give me a cheer if you voted Remain in the Brexit, you know? Yeah. No one cheered. And I'm like, of course you fucking didn't. And I made a joke of going, you, you lot are all like, fucking get them out. Kicking <laughs> and all that. And riffed around that. And I noticed a girl on like second row. She was recording. Yeah. And I went, oh my God, you've got to fucking delete that video. Yeah. Because I was like, out of context, imagine that. Yeah, 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 of course. I'm pretty sure nothing I I said. I think I'd do you there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure nothing I said was that bad. But um, yeah, fucking, I was like, I know, you've got to delete that. And she came up to me, she goes, do you want me to delete the video? I was like, if you don't mind, just because you know what these things are like, if they're put up there. Uh, and they're taken out of context, and if you don't get the lead up to the joke or the bit after, yeah, yeah of course you can um, edit that to make you yeah, look really bad. Yeah, it could make me look, yeah. could make me look away. You know what I mean? So, mm. um, yeah, she deleted it, but she said, "Can I can I have a photo instead?" I was like, "Absolutely, you can." So, but that was really good fun. Would you send her a dick pic? Uh, yeah, yeah, can I have a photo instead? Yeah, do you want, do you want full balls, frontal yeah. balls as well in there? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was lovely, and I was telling me. The guys that run run the gig, he was like, "There's a thing called Woodham Rules, right? Where they have five pints and they drive home because there's no police around there." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, rules. "You get away with it." He goes, "It's Woodham Rules," and I was like, "Okay, interesting." Yeah, five pints—that's a lot. Uh, it's a fucking lot. Well, five—a lot drive. to drive, mate. Five and drive. Five and drive. Is that a thing, mate. Five and drive will get you. I mean, mate, even two, you're gonna be over the place, mate. I was thinking, imagine if I had a beer now, how pissed I would be after one pint. Mm. My tolerance is zero now. You'd be gone, mate. Absolutely gone. Mm. Yeah, mate. I'm a lightweight again. Well, you're not any weight. You're just not in the. You're not. I'm not. I don't even get in retired. the ring. I don't get in the ring of it, mate. You're I've hung up Oscar my de la Hoya. <laughs> you're you're not not an active fighter. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was it was funny, man. It was a good gig and uh, brought it back to the to the grass. You know what I mean? To the early days. Yeah. That was quite fun, mate. But have you seen this stuff on, um, been on Instagram recently? I'm pretty addicted to Instagram. Yeah, mate. What are you seeing? Noticed all these blue ticks popping up. For who? Just bare people getting blue ticks. What? Randoms? Yeah. Like unofficial blue ticks? Well, this is the thing. So you either get a blue tick if you're like a public figure. Yeah. 
uh, and then gets assigned to you because people need to know who you are. But now, now they've brought a thing in where if you pay £12 a month, you get a blue tick. Really? Yeah, and there's loads of blue ticks been oh. popping up, man. I'm like, where have all these blue ticks come from? So someone could have a fake fan profile of someone, pay the money and get a blue tick and, and people think tick. it was official. But uh, no, no, no. All you've got to do is send a picture of your driving license. Oh, so it has so got to be you. So you can get a blue tick now. Yeah, I think I've got like 200 followers, bro. I've got out of a blue tick. But it's mad, isn't it? They've all started popping up, like yeah. random people. And I'm like, well, where have all these come Has it changed from? hands? It's still owned by the same people. Still owned by the same thing. people, but they started doing it on Twitter and obviously Instagram have followed suit. And then they yeah. want. It's a blue tick pandemic going on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there really is. So, yeah, would you, I mean, what's your thoughts on that? <sighs> Sounds beggy, bro. It's like these people who pay for followers. Got to get the bots following them. It's pretty much the same thing, isn't it? It's exactly the same thing. And I just think you shouldn't be that bothered. It's interesting to see who's bothered about having a blue tick. Yeah. You know what I mean? I get that it gives you some sort of credibility, but actually, if you're just doing your thing anyway, I guarantee my, my ginger mate will have a blue tick this time next week. Really? Why would he do? <laughs> oh, he's bought followers before. Has he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loves it. What's he? What does he do? What's his thing now? Nothing. Just a personal account. But I know he's uh, proper into that. I, I bet he buys one. What? he? Oh, fucking out of the baby boy. Yeah. Has he bought followers before? Yeah, yeah, definitely. No. He had like 10K at one point. I'm like, no. bro, you ain't got 10,000 followers. Why you know did, he do, well, did he own it? Yeah. Or did he try and be No, like, no, no. He'll like, blag everything, wouldn't he? Oh, mate, that's so funny. I bet he's got a blue tick. <laughs> I bet he's got no, one. No, I think that'd be too far. No, because it. people know that he I had know a he would do figure. it. I know did he, he would buy do it. it. Let's have a look at his followers. Did he, is he still got the same account? I'm not sure. Probably, mate. So look, I was, I came off Instagram when I, when I went into rehab here, because I didn't want to look at it. It just made me feel sad. Since I've come on the podcast, I've reopened up my Instagram. Of course you have. And, um. Nah, he must've deleted that old account because he's only got a thousand now. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Now, before realistic. he had like 10K. Yeah. I think it is a new profile. What do you but I wouldn't be surprised if he's got a blue tick within the next few weeks. That mate. photo's got to be edited, isn't it? He's a big boy. He's hench. He's, yeah, yeah, he's in but great shape. But, he's not that tanned. But I wouldn't say he's that triangle. Now you look, see what I mean? I reckon maybe he's, oh, he's in breathing his in. Waist. He's breathing in. He, uh, he might have pinched it. I think that's definitely. But look, I'm flicking through um, Instagram. Like I go on the reels, yeah? Jamesy, all it shows me is huge tits. Huge, yeah, mate, because you need to stop looking at titties. Every other post that it shows me, these are people that I'm maybe big... not even following. Huge tits. Yeah, mate, because the algorithm reveals yourself to yourself. Um, apparently, I'm a tip man. Yeah, because obviously, you've been looking at the videos too long. If you just scrolled off that, it would yeah. show you something else that you're more interested in. I don't and think there's anything else that I am more interested in. Well, there you go. <laughs> you're just a titty man. Just you Listen, we all know Instagram's good for the old, you know, for, for females and that, you know? Yeah. I would say that's his main selling point. Just big tits. It's all I say. Well, the pretty girls on Instagram, isn't it? Yeah, but- more specifically for me, big tits. just big tits. Really? Yeah. I listen. I'm not mad. I'm not I'm not mad on big tits. I didn't I didn't know how much I like big tits until the algorithm has showed me how much I like big tits. I could I could take them or leave them. Yeah, I mean I like big booties. You do love big booties. But Instagram ain't showing me big booties. Yeah, but you can't really can you really show off a big booty on Instagram without getting the ass out, which would then maybe be seen as nudity? Mate, these tits are nearly out on Instagram. These girls are pushing it to the very limit. Really? Yeah. Do you reckon there's like a code of conduct? There is. 
So it's like no nipple. You can't have your cock out on there. I know you can't have your cock out. Although actually, what about that geezer? What was his name? Naked Martin or something? Do you know the geezer? Um, what, what's his name? What that guy would do things to himself for money. Yeah, what's his like, name? Like he's putting stinging nettles on his old boy. And Naked Martin. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if we can find some videos of Naked Martin. I remember my pal got hold of his number and he was firing into the group chat like, yeah, just let me know what you want to do. Here's my account details. If you send this guy money, he will literally do anything to himself. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Like people take, taking him on stag do's and that. Yeah, that's Got him it. in chaos. And yeah. That. I see that thing though. So, you know, like if a lady has, um, goes trans, like female to male, has the double mastectomy, they can put their nipples on um, Instagram. But like two weeks earlier, them same nipples would have been um, banned. Is that right? Yeah. Same nipples. Official website, Naked Martin. Here we go. He he shits and eats it as well, doesn't he? Oh, does he really? Yeah, this guy's a proper get. I mean, he must make a few quid. Should we order a video? Nah, mate. So look, it's not really for me. I mean, I get it. He's like an old geezer. He's he's got a little bit got a little bit of notoriety. He ain't got to work no more, and he's getting paid. But fuck me, it's a little bit strong. See that one? He gets this thing in there and just rubs it all over his cock and yeah. Balls. I'm pretty sure as well. He shits in uh, like cling film and then puts the cling film on his face. Uh, no, that's just not for me. Yeah, I mean it's an hard way to earn a living, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's a an shit. It's a shit job. Yeah, it's a shit job. <laughs> shit job. It's a shit job. But someone's got to do it, and they someone has got to do it. Well, actually, Jamesy, no one's got to do it. Mm. But He's seen a niche in the market. He's, he's gone for it. He's seen a thing in the market there and he's gone for it. Yeah. yeah so he's took his shot. But uh, maybe we'll get a video. I'll get a little video message off him yeah. from you. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, one thing I wanted to mention was the old bastard. Yeah. God bless him. Yeah. I just want to, I don't know if we took it too far last week. You know, he do you know what? what because he, he, he messaged me. And he said, luckily, I ain't got feelings. Yeah, that's what he said to crying me. Crying face. But I think that's his way of saying, you know, that he's hurting. Yeah. Because he's too he's too old school to admit that he would feel any emotion other than fucking toughness. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is what he said to me. You pair of cunts. Good job I ain't got feelings. And I explained to you what happened that night at the boxing and you agreed with me, you fucking chances. And then after he's put... Fucking Zed Listers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, yeah. listen. I don't think we're even on the Zed Listers. That's what I said fair. to him. I went, not even that, are we? No, we're not even on the alphabet, mate. <laughs> nah, mate. We're like numbers and symbols at the minute. Fucking chances. What do you think you mean fucking by chances? chances? I don't know. Taking our chances. I don't know. Just listen, there's chances. a good chance that, I mean, obviously given his track record, that if we did take it so far that he probably would chin us. Yeah. Or come for the ad shake. Yeah. Follow yeah, it yeah. up a swift left. Yeah. But one thing I'd say is I am considerate of his, of his feelings. And I think him saying, lucky I ain't got feelings, basically saying. He's admitting he has got feelings. He's admitting that maybe we fucking took it too far. So I'd like to make an apology. One thing I'd say, I did say to him, I said, look, that's why you feel, I think it's only fair that eventually we get you on a podcast yeah. and you just fucking let he us can have tell it. his story. Yeah, tell his story, but also let us have it for five minutes. Yeah, let the listeners know who we've been talking about. Yeah. Show his face. I mean, the young plum is not going to like that. He said, don't get him on a podcast. No, exactly. But I think, you know, like Schofield has his interview to tell his side of the story. Yeah. The old school bastard deserves his chance. He so, does. 
Yeah, and I think Come that's on fair. and say his piece. And I think as well, where we got the platform and we're, we're rattling off about him, he deserves to come on and have a voice. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Of course. And and we've got to take, you know, if he wants to give us a pasting for five, ten minutes, it's only fair that we take that. Yeah. I think. So you got a Lost Mary there, bruv. Yeah. Schofield-esque. Schofield-esque, bruv. He loves the Lost Marys. Mm, he was chuffing on that bad, <laughs> oh, no, wasn't he, for the interview? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, mate. Sales are going down. Sales are going... Well, not for me, mate. I know, but I'm telling you, that is going to hurt Lost Mary yeah, Sales. Schofield gripping it up in the yeah, interview. A lot of people are going to be on the old uh, elf bars now. Yeah, yeah. Come on, bruv. One thing elf I would say with one. Schofield, I'd say allow him now. The mm. geezer's lost everything, hasn't he? He's lost everything. Um, he ain't coming back on telly never again. Um, and actually, I mean, I made a mistake on the last episode. This is why you shouldn't really open your mouth until you know the full side of things. I was saying that I figured it out and the geezer was like 17, 18 and that Schofield was 58. Well, actually, Schofield was still 58, but the geezer was 20s. What he said was when they had their first sort of sexual encounter, he said he never groomed him from 15. So, and he seemed quite sincere. One thing I would say is that he is used to giving interviews. He knows how to interview. He knows how to do a good interview. He so, knows how to know play I mean? both sides of that. Exactly that, right? But I would say, like he's saying that, at the end now that he wants to end his own life so I just think like fucking allow him but listen pressing this country are, are dogs and yeah. I would like people to be like yeah look you ain't got to worry about him no more he's gone yeah I'm sure he'll change his mind about the fucking way he's behaving but I'd like people to leave it now but just he also because what's the the only other thing that can happen is the geezer tops himself and it's like do we really want that yeah we don't want that no. we don't want that like what he's done is is not a crime of course obviously, obviously it is wrong but just leave 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 him alone now yeah you know what i mean leave him be but he's, then, he's that's, made his, an then that's his point he's trying to say that if it was the other way around and it was a an older man and a younger woman would it be would people be looking at it well, the same way? Part of it he's saying is, is the uh, maybe it's homophobic, this narrative. And actually, when he first said it, I'm like, nah, I still think people would be onto him. But actually, having to think about it, he might well have a point there. Yeah. He might well have a point there. Look at fucking um, Al Pacino. Yeah, Al Scarface. No. Robert De Niro. Did I got that right? Al Pacino. Cappuccino. Is it that? Oh, Al Pacino is the actor. Al Pacino is Scarface. Al Pacino is the actor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking Cappuccino. <laughs> <laughs> but Al Pacino, his fucking name sounds, that could be rhyming slang, couldn't it? Yeah. yeah the old Cappuccino. The old, uh, yeah, what do you want in your Starbucks? What do you want? Um, can I have the old Al Pacino? <laughs> Two sugars. Two sugars. But no, I'm thinking, I'm getting his you name know, mixed up with fucking Cappuccino. I think you still mean Robert De Niro. Or no, do you mate, mean Al Pacino? listen, they're both at it. De Niro, Robert yeah. De Niro, yeah. Al Pacino, Cappuccino. Yeah, same guy, really. Um, they have both. So basically, Al Pacino, his bird, he's 29, just got her pregnant. And he's 82. So, and actually, I think that might be a bigger age gap. Of course it is. Between Definitely a bigger age gap. And um, the geezer he was having it with. That's right. But look. It's Al Pacino, bro. Well, but this is it, mate. This is it. So that's what makes me think, oh, yeah, but it's Al Pacino. Eh? He's a fucking lad. He's a geezer. He's godfather and all that. Yeah, yeah. But actually, it's it's not a whole lot different, is it? So when he's saying that a lot of this is sort of homophobic, I, I do sort of get that argument, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, I'd listen, I'd, I do fucking get that argument. Yeah. I would like to see the press leave him alone. Let him just sort of fade out into the darkness. Mm. Talking about fade out into the darkness, bruv. 
So you've seen Netflix has got Harry Potter on it. Yeah. I started it from the beginning. Uh, we never watched it. Never watched it before. Oh, it's good, man. Mate, I'm on the the last one split into two parts. I'm on part one, so that's the seventh, technically the seventh film. Mate, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, man. I'm really, it's like, I feel like I've just grown up with him. Yeah. I mean, Hermione, when I was younger, obviously that I'm not, let me explain this right so I don't look like a fucking nonce. <laughs> but Hermione was like. But we're the same age as them. You're right, okay, yeah. That's so what you I want to make clear. So you were never too old. What I'm saying is, yeah. I used to beat myself silly over Hermione. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. She was like one of my first. Very well spoken. Her and Jamal. Yeah, that's why I liked it. Yeah. Because I like would like fantasize of like, what yeah. if she brought me home and they're like, you can't be with this guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? With she's that BBC like, radio all over yeah. again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but she's yeah. like, but I like him, daddy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she, I used to fancy her so bad. Yeah, no, she's So cute. bad. She's cute. But that when I was of her age- yeah, we're the same age. Yeah. So a mate of mine, this is a fact for you. Like on the second Harry Potter film, Chamber of Secrets, I went to school with a guy. We used to call him Backflip Baz. His name was Barry, yeah? He was a gymnast. He was Harry Potter's stunt double Ooh. on the second film. He got like time off school to go filming. So we were the same age. That's cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like and he was like, Oh yeah, that bit, that was me. Like we watched it. You know what I mean? Fucking yeah, brilliant. I used to I used to love her. But I was of age when I was putting myself around the room to that movie. I was like 13. Yeah. Just want to make that clear. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's good. Yeah. She's always older than you. So you could never have been not. I mean, unless you're going back looking at the first but film. But it's if I'd it watched now, it like James. three years ago. <laughs> yeah. If I'm like, that was. Then it's a little bit strong. Yeah. 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 But I was watching it. Like I was watching them. Where's that at the coming. time. At yeah. the time. So she was a couple years older you than know, you. So. Um, you was a toy boy in the situation. But listen, I still stand by it now. 13 year old Hermione was fucking fit. <laughs> <laughs> Joke. Disclaimer. Just calm down, Phil. Yeah. Sorry, Philly Schofield over it. Yeah. Um, no, but I, she, I, I had a big crush on her for sure. But they're good films, aren't they? Great films. Daniel Radcliffe's terrible actor. You think? Terrible man. So this is what I was thinking, right? So they've got him early based off his potential. You don't think he come through? I think he's a good Harry Potter, though. He's good, he good Harry Potter. Harry but Potter's a bit of a nerd. Bit of a nerd. Yeah. I'd say it was a good film. Game Changers with Daniel Radcliffe. Right. It's the story oh, of the, the Grand the... Theft Auto. You remember we saw the building when we was yeah, in Edinburgh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, great film. Really? Talks all about Grand Theft Auto and like the court cases and that. Based in Edinburgh? No, the company is based in Edinburgh. Right. I think the film- Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Company yeah, but no, it's Grand obviously- Grand Theft Auto's not obviously, based in Edinburgh. Well, no, of course. <laughs> Imagine that. That would be terrible. <laughs> fucking that load the fucking of, Golden Mile. Yeah, load of fucking crack, at, crack addicts and fucking yeah, yeah. drama students. Throwing haggis at each other. Yeah, man. That'd be They'd love a haggis. Oh, that was funny, James. You remember when we sat down for that breakfast? And in it was Edinburgh. Like the Scottish breakfast. It's basically an English breakfast, but it's got black pudding and haggis on it. Yeah. So you're like, I'll have the Scottish breakfast, no haggis, no black pudding. And the girl was like, oh, give you the look. And I was like, you know what? I'll have the Scottish breakfast just as it is. Yeah, and she I'm was like, like no, yeah, man. good boy. Listen, you I'm, know? Like, I'm English through and through. Oh, no. I'm fucking about your haggis. <laughs> I don't even want to try it. Yeah, but you're like that with food. Yeah. I liked it. You did like it. But um, yeah, no, Harry Potter's fucking sick films. Man. Brilliant, mate. Yeah, they're great films. Brilliant. They're really good. Have you seen that comparison to Star Wars? No. What, like, they ripped it? It's basically Star Wars. Really? Yeah. Yeah, mate. This guy's a stand-up comedian, actually. He's like, um, oh, J.K. Rowling, she's a genius. She wrote this thing. He's like, she, he goes, no, she wrote Star Wars. And she he goes through it. And it's just like. 
all the characters and the relationships between them is just like exactly the same. Similar formulas though, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But a lot of people do that. I've had a lot, lot of people like... Mate, she's done all right out of it. As there's one guy on fucking line who's prolific of just like pinching premises. Really? So we won't nick... So this is the but debate. If you nick at a punchline, it's like word for word, like that's stealing a joke. But... You can nick the premise and change the punch. But... You can you can take the premise right and and actually get away with it. And listen, one once or twice you think, listen, of course people are going to come up with the same premises, same ideas. That's fair enough because there's only so many ideas out there, of right? But there's this guy that I've clocked, um, just time and time again. I will see someone upload a sketch or a video, and then he will basically take that premise and do his own thing with is it. Is he doing well? Doing really well. Is it, he? Man. Doing really well with it. But listen, Plagiarism. If, you, if you're the one to call them out, you're going to get people like, you look like You're the, the hater. You're the troll. You're the hater. You're yeah. the troll. But listen, I've been doing comedy long enough to know like, that's what he's done. Because I've seen he done it with Cut and Wine. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, really? Yeah. And it's fucking, Talk. it's hard. But then I think to myself, like, listen, you just got just to do something else. You know yeah. what I mean? New ideas are the only thing that matters, mate. Yeah. And there is that quote that there's no idea is an original idea. I think Nas said that or something, which oh, really? maybe there's an argument for that as well. But um, So how about this? Two people could come up with the same joke, theoretically. So does it, the only thing that matters is who says it first. Yeah, it's like a race to do it on telly. Yeah. This week's episode is sponsored by the one and only Kettle Club. Kettle Club is one of the UK's best luxury watch dealers stocking the finest timepieces in the country. From Rollies to Patiks to Cartiers, if you're thinking of treating yourself or a loved one with something special, then you need to get onto Kettle Club. I know these guys personally, and not only do they run a fantastic business, but they're also genuinely great blokes. I've also bought uh, jewellery and watches off them in the past so they are Josh James certified give them a follow on Instagram at kettle underscore club or check out their website kettleclub.co.uk you can also visit them in their Liverpool Street store located just next to the Anders Hotel by Liverpool Street Station not only do they sell watches they also buy part exchange and offer a polishing service. Listeners of That Josh James Show can receive 15% off of polishing services when you quote That Josh James Show on your inquiry. So if you want to make that kettle looking brand new again, get onto them. You get 15% off if you're a listener of this podcast. That offer is brand dependent. So guys, go check them out. And a big thanks to Kettle Club for joining the journey, joining the team and for sponsoring the podcast. No, I was just thinking the other day, like, I am really grateful for the life I got today. You know right. what I mean? Um, there was a lot of fuckery in the twenties. There's a lot of fuckery in the twenties. The twenties, my twenties, is a is a fucking blur for yeah. sure. You know what I mean? But thirties is like I'm I'm really enjoying my thirties. Yeah, me too. You know, because uh, yeah, it was. Um, I mean, listen, I heard about. Two mates of old mates of mine the other day, some geezer come to a gig and um I was I've not seen these two in ages and one of them particularly was 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 one of my best mates and you know, met him in year seven and was really, really close to him. Anyway, 
their life has taken can't really go into too many details this is a bit, bit tricky but their life's taken a completely different trajectory mm. to where i am today you know what i mean and i mean i suppose it's the life they chose you know what i mean but um i still felt a bit like oh how have they fucking ended up there man yeah. you know what i mean because i still listen if you're my mate i'm not someone and we never i never fell out of them i just just sort of drifted apart really yeah um, if you're my mate you're you're my mate for life really is, is, is how i like to think of it and even though they'd made certain decisions to end up where they are it did just make me think it might make me feel like upset for them really yeah you know i'm just like how have you how have you ended up in that position but grateful for where you are but grateful for where i am yeah you know and i think sometimes we get like i want this and that especially in a stand-up you know you're always looking up ahead of you mm. thinking how can I get to that next level and you don't really take a lot of time to just pause and reflect of where you are and how far you come yeah. I mean that gig last night in the pub was a big eye-opener I'm like fucking hell I used to do gigs like this all the time this yeah. is like I've done this for years now yeah. you know and I forget that I forget that and uh yeah, just hearing that news about about you know my, my two my old mates and also like that pub gig last night. It's just today. It's just made me really grateful for the life I've got today, man. It's all about gratitude. It's all about gratitude, and it, it really, really is because I mean a lot of a common thing I've been saying to people recently is, "How are you, Josh?" And I go, "Same old." Yeah. <laughs> Same old, and in the last few weeks, I've been saying it same old as in, same old as in nothing exciting happening. Yeah, you know, same old. You know, I've got not. I'm not going to be on telly, or you know, I've not. Yeah. It's like uh, it's 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 same, and and saying it in that sense of like oh, same old. You know, life's a bit boring, but actually, when I think back to my twenties. The roller coaster of emotions what I was going through, the absolute carnage of my life. Um, same old's a comfortable place to be. Same old's fucking wicked. Yeah, man. same old's good. Same old's fucking I've got wicked. a bit of same old going on, mate, and I love it. I really love it. Same old. Stability. Stability. Yeah. Of life's just all right, man. Yeah. Well, look, I was talking to my missus a couple of days ago, and um, obviously I come out of that fuckery like, my life was just, like you said, carnage, just chaos. I never knew what was going to happen. She never knew what was going to happen. It was difficult for her to see a future because I was just living life from day to day. And um, we sat down, we had a good chat, and she was just like, really proud of what you've done, like where, you've, where you were to where you are now in a relatively short amount of time. Like we set some goals and um, I've hit them all and I'm being consistent. And it's like, I haven't let her down. I provide for my family. I fucking, I am where I said I'm going to be. And um, now it's like, I'm looking forward to like, right, what's the next thing? You know what I mean? Another chapter, another step. I'm like optimistic about my life for the first time in a long time. And you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like truly grateful. And a lot of this stuff that I do, like with the meetings and stuff like that, it's all about gratitude. You know what I mean? Giving back, having gratitude for what you've got. It's very difficult. It's very easy, sorry, to sit there and think, oh, I fucking wish I had that. wish I had that. But like, if you look where we come from, my 20s was fucking pure carnage, mate. Mm. But I'm glad of it. Like we were saying, it's good to get that stuff out of the way early. 
mm. rather than you reach a sort of point in your life, late 40s, early 50s, whatever, and then start fucking going mad then. Because I, I see it happen a lot. People plateau, reach a certain point in their life. I think it's best to get it out your way, out of the way early in your 20s. You know what I mean? 30s and 40s are going to be my decades, mate. Yeah. Some people are going through that now. I mean, some, but there'll be, what's it, Sunday? Sunday at 20 past 12. There'll be geezers still in some sort of flat somewhere or whatever. Yeah. Still going from the night before. Made some terrible decisions last night. Yeah, man. And I'm, I, do you know what? I'm so grateful that uh, that's um, that's not us. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, I've not, I've, I've never spoke much about, obviously, you know, you be, you're very open with, yeah. with um, you know, the, the, the uh, addiction problems you've had. Yeah. Um, I've always sort of tipped out, toed around the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I suppose if you can read between the lines, you know that one of the reasons why we are so close now yeah. is because I don't drink. Yeah. You know, and I'm still a bit scared or worried about what people would think about me um, where I can't be as honest as what you have been. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I weren't as in a... as. Uh, it was our, our using was different. Yeah, I mean, listen, you're you're um, you know, you you were a full blown addict yeah. in terms of you know you went rehab and all that sort yeah. of stuff and everyday user. Yeah, and and I suppose my problem with um, you, you know, drinking a lot of the the, the me, like mental problems I went through and all that sort of stuff. I, I suppose I'm just like not really. I'm very open with you and personally. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know what I mean? But uh, actually putting it out there, like on the podcast, I mean, I don't know if I'll fucking leave this bit in, to be honest, because yeah. that's how I'm not that I'm not that comfortable opening up about it, at, uh, yeah. you know, because I've had, you know, last few years have been, you know, I didn't drink for a year. I haven't drink again. Yeah. Didn't drink for another year to drink again. You know, yeah. I've been very, you've very much been, you got into recovery. But that's how my using it. It's all or nothing. Yeah, all or nothing. So yeah. my recovery's got to be all or nothing. But I, I'm still very uh, bit guarded about talking about that sort of thing. I, I Which don't is really, fair enough. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, but yeah, the, my 20s were carnage. Mm. And I'm grateful that today, you know, um, I'm, I'm I'm just in a lot better place. You know what I mean? Mm. But yeah, it's it's a tough to, thing to talk about, and I think that's why I respect you so much is that you are so open about, uh, you know, a lot of people will get a lot from that. Yeah, well, look, funny enough, a lot of people didn't know. They'll listen to the podcast and they be like, yeah. "Fucking hell, I didn't know you was going through all that, mate." You know what I mean? Whereas in my head, I feel like everyone knew. Mad, isn't it? And I'll talk yeah. to people like, "Yeah, mate, like it was in a bad way." But the only reason I'm open and happy to talk about it is because I'll come out the other side. Yeah, cool. when it's happening. I was keeping my mouth shut about that stuff. Mate. I suppose I feel like, I don't know if I feel confident that I am out the other side then. Maybe. I mean, the last drink I had was in December. Yeah. And I've had, like I said, on and off two years of, you yeah. Know, but if you can do that, it's not really a, it's not really an issue. You know what I mean? For me, if I have one, I'll have another one. And then I'll have another one. one then thing, I'll pick up. Yeah, one, one thing I'd say. And then by me, the end of the week, I'll be back to where I started. One thing I would say with me, though, is it does like, if I'm, if I'm drinking, that's all I'm really focused on. Yeah. 
you know what I mean? Of course. In every facet of my life. And just because I don't pick a, drink, pick a drink up that day, uh, you know, like, say Monday to Wednesday or whatever, mm. I'm still just thinking, oh, can I just get through this week so that I can just go smash myself go to bits? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And it's like, I remember for you, it's like when you come out the other side of the weekend, that's when your problems really start because then you're overthinking stuff. You know what I mean? Well, I Not think, that you pick up again, but yeah. it lasts a long time for you. Yeah, and I think because I'm a real overthinker. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, like, I think that's that's been good for me in terms of, like, the stand-up, and that's why I think I'm able to write good, unique jokes, which means I've had a bit of success doing the stand-up, yeah. right? Because I can really think about things and I really look at things in all different angles, mm. which I think I've noticed, I don't know if other people can necessarily do. I think I've got that skill, which makes it good for joke writing. Yeah. But in terms of uh, like living your life, that can be a fucking curse. Man. Yeah, yeah, because there's some downsides to it as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I, uh, and I, I get, I, you know, I've, I get to, I mean, you see me, I, I just, I get to, I've, I can get to real low places, you know mm. what I mean? But, Luckily, when I don't drink, funnily enough, I don't get to them places. No, of course you don't. Of course I don't. There's a direct correlation between not drinking and being happy. Of course. So don't drink. Of course. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why, you know, I don't drink now. Yeah. That's why I've got no interest, man. No, exactly that. The, the good things in my life only occur when I'm clean. Yeah. If I use... Bad stuff happens. Yeah. Simple as that. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm not saying nothing bad happens when I'm clean, but it's a fucking very small fraction. Yeah. You know what I mean? Compared to where it used to be. Get some great stories though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. But that's what I'm saying. I'm glad I did it. I don't regret it because yeah, yeah. It's good to I, don't, I regret certain things I did. I do. And certain yeah. situations I put myself in. But it's molded me into the person I am today. And them stories are funnier. When these years gone by. Well, they're only funny because I'm clean now. Yeah, if I was yeah, still yeah. doing it, it yeah. wouldn't be funny. <laughs> Do you remember that when I was trying to write that joke? I'm like, fucking hell yeah, I used to get on it every day, but it's funny now because I don't anymore. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it's funny in, ah, oh, fucking what was we like? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. What about that geezer I told you about who uh, who got on a turnout with Barrymore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. Michael Barrymore. So I think he works in a garden centre in like Brentwood or something. Yeah, yeah. Billy Ricky, I think. Yeah. And he case, works on the water features. He works on the water features. <laughs> <laughs> he does. I swear to God. No, he, does. he doesn't. He does, man. No, he fucking He, he works doesn't. in the fountains. No. <laughs> they put him on the pools as the pool specialist. So there's a good chance... No, fuck me. They can't be on the water Mate, features. Mate, I swear to God, he works on the water feature section in the garden centre. Nah. I mean, for anyone who, who who don't know Michael Barrymore, if you're a bit younger, yeah, you won't know. Listen, Google up, mate. Mike, if you watched Michael Barrymore in action when he was at his heyday, yeah, he was fucking sick, man. Yeah, he was legit as a comedian watching that. Yeah, his crowd work, his his audience interaction. You're like, wow, this guy's so talented. Barrymore man. had it, yeah, yeah. But then basically, he used to love getting on the um on the old Jimmy Changa. And uh, he lived in Harlow, didn't he? I think so, yeah. Or somewhere out that way. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, basically he had a, a big a big turnout, a big afters at his house. And then um, someone got found in his pool dead. Face down. Face down. I full think, of packets. Full of packets. Of, Brown uh, bread. And uh, I think they, like, he'd been, like, they figured out by his bum hole or something. Yeah. Probably by tasting it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That he tasted the batteries. Uh, no, that, um, 
there'd been some sort of uh, sexual thing mad sex party anyway Barrymore done a runner from the house yeah yeah just left as you do of course you do Um, and obviously his TV career never recovered no Um, and white boy is now convinced that all these years later he's working in a garden centre and they've put him on the fucking water features that I don't believe that I don't believe mate according to my pal yesterday we were at a pub in Leon C yesterday watching the uh, FA Cup final shout out Man City great win um and the geezer walked in and it was a fucking ringer for Michael Barrymore. And I'm like, Probably was him. I'm like, hold up, Barrymore, innit? Like my pal's like, fucking ringer. He was like, this is where I got my information. He goes, he works at the garden centre in Billericay on the water features. Uh, he's having you on. <laughs> he's having you on. <laughs> but anyway, I think he used to work at the garden centre in Brentwood. Right. So he's obviously... I might have moved on. Got a promotion. It might be the same gaff. Look, my, pal, my pal does talk Mate, shit. I'd love to go buy something off of Michael Barrymore. Yeah, me Barrymore. too. I actually would. So what programme did he used to do? He used to do, I think, like, The Price is Right. Mate, yeah, yeah, yeah. He well, was, he took over from Bruce Forsyth. Yeah, mate, he was he was fantastic, man. Yeah. Um, I'll see if I get a video of him in a sec. But, uh, yeah, I know a geezer that got on a turnout with him because he likes uh, likes to have a go. And um, This is recent. Recent, uh, like an afters. Oh, no, I think it might have been about six, seven years ago I heard this yeah, story yeah, yeah. right from him. Anyway, everyone starts sneaking off. He figures out that he's the last one left in the house with Barrymore. (laughs) And obviously, because he wants to keep the party going, it's just him and Barrymore for like an hour. Getting on a deep one. Just getting on a deep one. Like, uh, yeah, just like getting on a deep one. And then he like, he he left in the end because he was sure he was like, yeah, I think Barrymore is trying to stick it on. Yeah, if you realise you're the last one at the party and it's just you and Barrymore, you need to get out of there before the gear runs out. But... (laughs) Mate, that's just that just what a delusion it gives you that stuff because yeah. a previous packet turned out at Barry Moore's house. Yeah. People died. People died. Yeah. And you're like, I think I'm gonna stay. Yeah. <laughs> you must have loved to turn I out think I'm gonna, Yeah. I mean, how desperate are you to be like, I just want a bit of company. Yeah. That you're like, listen, yeah, let's let's see how let's this stay. One, see how let's see out. how this one plays out. Yeah. I mean, a sober guy, you just be like, no, I'm out of no, here. I'm mate. out of here, mate. Yeah, get me a cab, Mike. But he is, he's been blowing up on TikTok, Barrymore. Really? Yeah. Let me see if I find him on TikTok. Oh my God. Barrymore has got 1.6 million followers on TikTok. Oh, he's booting. Fucking hell. That's unbelievable, isn't it? What sort of posts? I'm just trying to have a look now. Michael Barrymore, 1.6 million. Oh, I've got to follow him, man. Kids say the funniest things. Was he? Yeah, yeah, that was funny. Uh, Was like his, his thing. What's this Yeah, that kid was a G. Yeah, man. He seemed really comfortable up there. Yeah. I mean, that is that is classic Barrymore, isn't it, with the kids? Yeah. Yeah, but big up Michael Barrymore, man. Yeah, shout out Michael Barrymore. Yeah. He had a rough go of it. Look, he liked to pack it turnout. Someone took it a little bit too far, fell over in the pole. It's inadvertently ruined a man's career. Mm. My heart goes out to him. Yeah. 
Yeah, I wonder if, well, I mean, don't know. Maybe he knows more about it, but I don't really know the story or what, what what's what. No, I mean, either. He's very young. Yeah, but it seems to all be forgotten now. 1.6 million TikTok followers. Yeah, mate, he's blowing up again. Yeah, mate. You can tell he's done a lot of fucking drugs, though. Yeah, yeah, you can tell. You can tell it in his voice. Yeah, a lot of boozing as well. Probably a lot of boozing. Chuffing, smoking. Smoking some uh, good amount of snouts. Yeah. Gold's probably on the Lost Marys now. Yeah, he's probably on the Lost Marys now. I wonder if there's like a support network for like people like that that um do you know what I mean? Do have a fall from grace. I bet there is. Like Z List Anonymous or something. Yeah, I bet there is. Z A. Can't believe you called a Z List as the old school bastard. Yeah, mate. Mate, that's a compliment. Yeah. I'll take Z List. Uh, mate, I'll take Z List. Yeah. It's quite funny though, what I was thinking about that video is when he had the video where he's like, Have you ever heard of him? Blah blah blah. Obviously, from our point of view, he, he obviously from his view, he thinks we're trying to be famous. Yeah, you see what I mean. Yeah, in his mind, he thinks that that like offends us, as if to say, "Well, you, I don't know who we are." Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm not trying to be famous. Yeah, I just love coming on here talking yeah. shit. <laughs> Mate, you're a Tyler. I really enjoy coming here. I mean, even for me, I'm a stand-up comedian, but um. I've got quite a decent, uh, oh, man, sounds muggy calling it a career, but pretty decent uh, sort of stand-up. Yeah, but you're just trying to be the best comedian you can exactly be. Exactly that, yeah. The, the aim is not to be famous, no. you know what I mean? In fact, if I could have uh, be a touring comedian yeah. and that and earn money from that and actually walk down the street and people didn't know I was, I'd want that all day of Yeah, the week. yeah, yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? I'm fucking not interested in people knowing who I am. But it's interesting from his point of view. That's, that's how you're trying you... to get famous. There's easier ways to get famous. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Fuck Philip Schofield. That's it. You know that's what I mean? Um, but that's interesting. It'd be good to get more of his view on that if he mm. was to come on. Um, because he obviously thinks that's what we're, you know, we're we're fame hungry, you know. Yeah, no, I'm definitely not fame hungry. Nah. I like podcasting, though. Yeah, podcasting is fun, fun isn't it? Exactly. And I think if you're online doing shit, it's not a fame, you know. Even like if I get fucking recognised by people, whatever, for like sketches or whatever, I don't feel like it's warranted. Yeah. Because I'm like, it's, just, it's only online. You know what I mean? It's not as if I'm on fucking Netflix or... Yeah, but it's all it's all different now, mate. It is all like, different now, yeah. I watch a lot of YouTube. These people are posting their own videos. I'll, I would recognise people and be like, oh, fucking hell, shit, from them mate, videos. Mate, when I think more about it, Calling the said listers is actually a massive compliment because yeah. he's saying that. <laughs> that means people would at least know who he's we are. Saying, he's saying that we're on. What's the some, definition of a said lister? Uh, I suppose someone who's famous with no talent. So, so uh, I would say so, but I don't know. A said lister is someone who's got people some sort of notoriety. It's basically a reality but he's basically TV star. Basically, admitting that we have got a certain level of notoriety. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I'll take Zed List. Yeah. I mean, we do have a few thousand people listening to this uh, podcast a week. So Shout out the listeners. So I, I think we deserve to call ourselves Zed Listers. Yeah. Yeah, fucking hell. Let's put it to a vote. Yeah. Do we deserve to be called Zed Listers? Yeah. I feel like, I feel like we probably would. Yeah. You know well, You, I mean? maybe not me, but you're yeah. on the Zed List. I'm on, no, you're on the Zed List, bro. Am I? You're on the Zed <laughs> You're the Zed List, mate. We keep going the way we are. We can climb up that list from yeah. Zed to potentially, what's the next letter? 
that would be why, mate. Why? Maybe, maybe <laughs> a few months we'll be one day we could be wirelessers. You know, listen, that's the dream. Baby steps. Baby steps. Um, but yeah, I just want to shout out to uh, to the OSB, the old school bastard. I'm sorry if um, our comments last week did uh, put you in your feelings. Yeah, I actually, I actually genuinely am because you know, with him, he doesn't give any sort of emotion, right? Mm. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't be conscious of how he feels. Yeah. And even though I know for a fact he wouldn't give a fuck how he makes us feel. No, no, of course You not. know what I mean? But that still should not stop us from thinking, oh, actually, he's got feelings, because he does. And he is a friend of ours. Yeah. He's a good friend. Yeah. And uh, I do love him to bits. And the reason we talk about him is just because we think he's so fucking funny, Yeah, to be honest. Um, and yeah, I'd love to get him on the pod, for sure. OSB is great, by the way. But yeah, if OSB... <laughs> Do you know what I was thinking? Get some merch made. You know, like NWA. You know the you know the font. Having him in NWA, yeah. but just photoshopped him in the middle. With OSB with OSB. <laughs> I think that'd be a great bit of merch, yeah. wouldn't it? Let's get it done. Let's get it done. Yeah. Would you? I think people will buy that. Shop at that Josh James show. We listen. We'll, we'll get him a few so we can give them out. Yeah. I reckon that'll be good jokes yeah watch out for the merch yeah. i'm fucking gonna get on that now yeah, yeah Got let's, it, do it. let's do it uh but as ever guys if you can rate us five stars on spotify five stars on apple podcasts um listen keep sharing this podcast with everyone that you know um we are close to big announcements for the yeah. pod and um yeah just keep them getting it out there guys because uh we uh, want to keep them making it shout out as well as always to our um sponsor kettle club guys thank you so much you keep this podcast going and um we'll see you all next week peace